0: Yo, 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 it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, back for yet another awesome show. There are some shows that everyone has seen and some shows that people haven't. I'm just trying to do my best to bridge the gap, a little column A and a little column B. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, this is my list, nobody else's. It's just kind of some things that I've watched, Um, and it's based off of that. So, now that the foundations have been set, let's get to it. Yo, yo, what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack, back at it again with the white vans, except, as always, no white vans. But I'm telling you, man, one of these days, your boy is going to pop up on you with some white vans. Like, I'm going to say that joke, and I'm going to say that line, and I'm not going to come back behind it and address it because I'm really going to have on some white vans. Um, but no white vans, as always, guys. But today, I do have on some Ricky Morty socks, which I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about. I got on some... Uh, some Naruto pants, so some loungewear. So I'm just sitting here kind of chilling out. Um, I mean, I do have on a shirt, but it's just a regular T-shirt. So that's why I didn't really go into uh, detail as much about the T-shirt. But anyway, back at it again uh, with yet another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Um, no guest today, but today we'll be doing a part two to the random anime movie review. Um, if you guys listened to my episode, I believe it was... 222 so maybe in february 22nd um when i did one of these these are kind of filler episodes so i'm going to try to keep them short and sweet um where i'm just going to review a couple of movies put in kind of a sponsor clip and then we're out man i'm trying to make these as short and sweet as possible for you guys the listeners um so before I get into that, as always, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening and sharing the show. And, guys, I don't say that lightly because without you guys, this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. And, um, you know, I'm th- I'm thankful for you guys so much. I know every time that I get on the show, I try to say that. I know it sounds scripted. It is scripted for a specific purpose. Um, I think I've addressed that before. I want to make sure that I give you guys that shout out because as of right now, um, we're averaging probably about 28 uh, listens an episode which is absolutely amazing for me i didn't anticipate we would even get to that point so if it was less i'd be excited if it was more i'd be excited um but we're right there at this, at that sweet spot of 28 as of right now so thank you thank you thank you so much guys for the listens so that's why i said this would not be nearly as fun and or rewarding if you guys weren't along for the ride so thank you so much Um, If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk 12. That's Anime Talk in the numbers one and two. There you will find any updates and any news in regards to giveaways and upcoming episodes. I haven't really done a giveaway for a while, and I'm so sorry about that. I have been swamped with just so many extracurricular activities. Um, Not saying that the podcast isn't as important or isn't important at all it's just been just kind of crazy with everything kind of going on here lately so i may end up actually doing that and i'm thinking about it for this episode i may start i may do another giveaway so make sure that you follow me on um on, you know, those social media handles, and as always, if you do uh, follow me, make sure that you reach out to me, and let me know that you guys are following me, interact with me, let me know what episodes that you have, that you guys like, and things like that, um, as always, because I love the interaction, but yeah, I probably will do one, I, I think we did stickers the first time, so I'll probably do stickers again, I have a lot of stickers, so I'll probably do a, a giveaway pretty soon, so make sure that you follow me, and uh, that way you can be kept abreast on what's going on there, um, so... Um, now that the foundation has been set, I believe let's go ahead and get into it again. I want to keep it short and sweet for you guys um and disclaimer had to give a shout out to my boy Alejandro again. um there may be some spoilers um so you have been warned so again, these are two movies. one movie was fairly recent, one movie is a little bit older I'll try my best to avoid spoilers, but at the same time i'm not gonna promise that that I'm gonna avoid them so i'm probably going to spoil <clears throat> excuse me I'm probably going to spoil it. Just to let you know, <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into my first movie, okay. I take a sip of water. I don't know what's going on um so. Summer Wars was the first movie that I watched. Shout out to my boy Manny. He put me on this movie around the same time that he put me on Redline um, because I hadn't watched it. And he was like, yeah, man, if you liked Digimon back in the day, you would probably love this movie. Um, and I actually watched it that time. And then I just watched it yesterday right before um, I decided to review this. So um, the movie is called Summer Wars. It was an 8.08 on my anime list. Again, if anyone from my anime list is listening or if you guys want to like, pitch this to to my anime list to get a sponsor yo i am so down for that i talk about my anime list every single episode um but anyway so uh my anime list gave it an 8.08 um imdb gave it a 7.5 it's a movie so no episodes the studio was from madhouse which ironically was the same um studio from uh redline um And it aired August 1st, 2009. So there's a couple different ways to go through the synopsis for this. Um, I originally went with the original synopsis from my anime list, which usually is very, very broad and very just kind of like encompassing for everything. And I also took IMDb. And then I'm going to kind of like make. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take both of those. So Mama and Papa, and I'm going to put them together. And then the baby that comes out is what I'm about to say. Um... So essentially, Oz is a virtual world connected to the internet um, that has also has become extremely popular um, worldwide as a spot for people to engage in a large variety of activities, such as playing sports or shopping, through avatars created and customized by the user. Oz also Uh, possesses a near impenetrable security due to the strong encryption, um, ensuring that any personal data transmitted through the networks will be kept safe in order to protect those who use it. Because of this convenient application, because of its convenient applications, the majority of society has become highly dependent on the simulated reality, even going as far as entrusting the system will bring back the unmanned uh, asteroid explorer, Ashwa. Uh, Arawashi? Okay, yep, that's what I'm going to say. Alright, so Kenji is a 17-year-old math genius and part-time Oz moderator who was invited by his crush, Natsuki, on a summer trip, but unbeknownst to him, this adventure requires him to act as her fiancé. Shortly after arriving at Natsuki's family's estate, which is preparing for her great-grandmother's 90th birthday, she, he receives a strange coded message on his cell phone from an unknown sender who challenges him to solve it. Kenji is able to crack the code, but little does he know that his math expertise has just put Earth in great danger. Okay, so that is going to be Mama. So this, or I'm sorry, that's going to be Papa. So this is my anime list. This is the one that they decided to go with. I think it... it, sums up the story really well. Um So let's go with what IMDb said. Um, a student tries to fix a problem he accidentally caused in Oz a digital world while pretending to be the fiancé of his friend at her grandmother's 90th birthday. All right. So that is the short and skinny version um, from IMDb. So my version of this, the, the, the not-so-hot, not-too-cold, just-right version, um is essentially – if you watch the movie Ready Player One, which if you haven't watched it, I suggest watching that. I'm pretty sure that there are some podcasts that I've seen, some movie podcast reviews that I've seen that have done this this uh, movie great justice, and I would suggest that you check some of them out, but... If you haven't watched it, I suggest you watch Ready Player One. But if you have watched it, then you know kind of exactly what this is about. Like, it makes sense. So, essentially, everything is online. These people, they're not diving... The difference in Ready Player One and this is, this is more like every day so this is you can be walking on your cell phone you can be walking with a game boy type thing in your hand um you can access it from a computer you can do it so many different ways you can access oz versus like in ready player one um they just had kind of like the headset um they had to put you know either the oculus version or you know like a vibe version where it had to put pl- had a whole rig or something like that they had to do more of that um whereas this one like i said it's more portable it's more uh mobile So essentially Oz is a virtual world that they do everything on as far as like currency you can buy stuff on there you can do all of this stuff virtually all virtually Um, and so in the movie what ends up happening is there's a virus that kind of takes over um, and when it takes over it ends up. Again taking over all so it's collecting all of this the this pertinent information it's taking um, personal data it's messing up the railroad system because it's messing it's literally has access to everything and it's only design and its only purpose is to feed um, so The movie just kind of goes on and it follows, like I said, Kenji, who's really, really smart. It follows him and him getting a code. And once he gets that code, he tries to figure out because that's what he does. That's that's what he thought he was supposed to do while also playing fiance at a very I would not say very dysfunctional. They seem like a very loving family, but it was a dysfunctional time for them. And they're essentially just trying to save Oz. So, I mean, that's more of the. Low down, gritty. I've already, I kind of spoiled it a little bit. Well, not really. I didn't spoil it. I I think I'm going to give myself a a somewhat pat on the back because I don't think I fully spoiled it. I could have, but I didn't. Um, But that's essentially what ends up happening is Kenji is just trying to figure out a way to save Oz. Um, So, again, I suggest that you watch it. If you love, if you liked or loved Digimon and liked the way that the animation was, then you would love this movie because it it follows a very similar um, animation style. So I think that you would really like this. Um, and I believe I looked it up. I, I had a copy already, an old copy um, that had got from a long time ago. But it looks like it was only on one place, which was like voodoo or something like that. Um, it didn't look like it was available a lot of places. So, I mean, you may want to either try to find the Blu-ray or, you know, the disc version of it or try to find somewhere else that you can watch it. But it's a really good watch. I would I would I can understand why they gave it an 8.0. So, um, I would suggest doing that, <clears throat> and sorry about that, I'm trying to drink some water, I feel like, it's not a sickness, it's just like, I feel like something is, I don't know, like stuck in my throat or something, but, um, so I would suggest that you watch this movie, some random facts that I put together uh, for this, or that I found when I was kind of looking into this is, Mamoru, Mamori, I, I, you know I'm going to butcher the name, Memoro, um Hosada, or Hosado? Or Hosada? I'm not sure. But I'm just going to say that Memoro completed all 500 pages of the storyboards for the film at a Denny's, um, working in largely long 12 to 16 hour shifts. I thought that was very interesting um, that it was one that was at Denny's because Denny's. Um, and then two, be, he was working long 12, 12 hours, 12 to 16 hour shifts. Um, so that's, that's a lot of dedication to this. So shout out to that. Um, like I said, if you watch the movie, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. The animation style is absolutely beautiful. Your brights are so bright. Your darks are so dark. It's absolutely amazing. And I love the character designs. You know, that's a huge thing for me. Um, so Warner Brothers originally considered localizing the film themselves before licen- licensing it off to Funimation Entertainment. So that's pretty dope. Um, and the, int- the the last interesting fact that I found on this one was the grandmother's birthday, August 1st, is a clear reference to o- Odaibi, Odaiba. Odaiba? Day, a holiday celebrated within the Digimon fandom that is recognized and acknowledged by many Digimon media producers. Again... I'm Americanizing every single part of this, and I'm so sorry about that. I'm not trying to do the culture any injustice. I can only do with what I can do with with my English tongue. Um, (laughs) The director to Summer Wars, Momoru Hosada, um, has a history with working on and directing Digimon Media. Most notably, a movie he directed, Digimon Adventure, our war game, localized theatrically outside of Japan as Digimon the movie which shares a very similar art style, themes and plot points to Summer Wars. So again, that's why I said if you're very if you're if you're in touch or in tune with the Digimon culture and fandom and you've done this before um as far as watching those those movies and shows, you'd probably absolutely love this because it is very similar. It just feels like it's I wouldn't even say that it's for adults because I mean it still feels kind of kiddish, but it just it just feels like they took what the normal movie and what the normal show was about and just kind of made it into uh, a a bigger version on on a bigger scale for Summer Wars from Digimon. And I also thought it was kind of cool because the mother's birthday was August first in the movie, and the release date for the movie was August 1st so I thought it was kind of ironic that you use August 1st because that's when the movie dropped August 1st because it was the grandmother's birthday and then August 1st because there's a day that um, the creator Mamoru uh, Hosada um, decided to use in Digimon as well so I just thought it was kind of interesting that all of these coincided with um, you know August 1st so that that was kind of the last interesting fact that I have for that ultimately and i guess maybe i'm going to start doing this i'm going to give like a thumbs up or a thumbs down for these movies um and i don't know i give this movie a thumbs up like i think uh, i think it's alright i actually i would give it like a sideways thumb like it was good um it was a movie that's again from a from a and i had this conversation with my mom last night so it was from an entertainment purpose it was good um but from whole like holistically, though, like if you're sitting down and you're just like nitpicking through the movie, you will find some inconsistencies like the biggest thing for me is because I like, guess uh you know and I'm bringing this all full circle and kind of putting it on a tight little bow before we move on originally, when I watched the movie the first thing, the when I first watched the movie the first time, I had nothing to refer it to really um but after watching ready player one it sound it seems very ready player one ish even though the movie came out you know years later but it seems like it's, it's that, but I would have loved to have seen like more of a deep dive into the movie. So like in the movie, the way that they connect into this again, it's all mobile, right? So, I would have loved to have seen them actually get into the game. Like, go into the game, and that's the way that you're interacting with people, versus using, you know, the your standard, like, W-A-S-D, you know, on your mouse, or on your keyboard, and then using a the mouse and clicking over here. You know what I mean? Like, to do attacks. I would have loved to have seen them kind of go into the game. But again, that's just a nitpicking thing for me. But I, overall, again, I suggest that you try to watch the movie if you can. It's not one of those movies that I would just say, hey, you have to just go watch this. Like, if you don't watch this, you're not a fan, and, you know, you should rip up your your card and everything like that, your anime card. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's a, it's a decent movie. If you want to watch it, I suggest you try to find it. If you don't want to watch it, completely understand. But that's my take on that one. So what we're going to do is take a quick commercial break, and I'll be right back with you guys, and we'll get started with uh, the second movie there. Alright, and we're back. Thanks, guys, for sticking around this this far. Um, like you said, if, if, if you heard right before we went to the commercial break, we went ahead and we jumped into our review for Summer Wars. So, again, if you want to watch it, I suggest you watch it. If you don't, I'm not going to force you to. But, um, moving right along, let's go ahead and jump straight into our second movie. So, the second random movie I decided to use was a movie that was a remake of the original, um, and, but it was ten times better. I absolutely love this one a lot better. And, um, it was a movie that I'm pretty sure a lot of people watched because a lot of people were actually looking forward to this. So, the movie that I chose was Dragon Ball Z Super Brawly. So, this is the one, um, this is the newer one that just came out. So, it, it originally aired December 14th, 2018. Uh, it was an 8.10 on my anime list, a 7.9 on IMDb. It's a movie, so no episodes. It's from the Toei um, Animation Studio. Uh, the synopsis for this one... Was 40 years ago on planet Vegeta, home of the infamous Saiyan warrior race, King Vegeta noticed a baby named Brawley whose latent power exceeded that of his own son. Uh, believing that Brawley's power would one day surpi- p- surpass that of his son, Vegeta, the king, sends Brawley to a, a desolate planet, Vampa. Brawley's father, Pergus, follows after him, intent on discovering or uh, res- rescurring. no. What? Oh, wow. Yep. whole I can't even speak English rescuing his son. Um, (laughs) However, (laughs) his ship gets damaged, causing the two to spend years trapped on the barren world, unaware of the of the salvation that would one day come from an unlikely um, ally. Years later on Earth, Goku and Prince Vegeta, uh, believed to be the last survivors of the same race, are busy training on a remote island, but their sparring is interrupted when the appearance of their old enemy Frieza drives them to search for the last of the wish-granting Dragon Balls on a frozen continent. Once there, Frieza shows off his new allies, Paragus, and the now extremely powerful Brawley. A legendary battle that shakes the foundation of the world ensues as Goku and Vegeta face off against Bra- Crowley, a warrior without equal, whose rage is just waiting to be released, um, and unleashed. So yeah, that was a great synopsis. So I'm not even going to try to follow that up. I think that was absolutely amazing. It did it all, perp- it uh, did it all perfectly. I wish that I knew the word was rescuing because that was kind of embarrassing, but you know, I mean, English, it's tough, you know, so tough. So, um, essentially this movie was like i said it was a remake um i love this movie i really enjoy this movie this is one of those movies that i would give a huge thumbs up i suggest that everybody watches it it was really really dope uh the fight scenes were amazing the animation was amazing we already understood the storyline and i think that it ties in very well because the way that super is right now with dragon ball and i'm not, I'm just going off on a quick little tangent the way that super has been set up right now has been perfect i absolutely loved what they've done with dragon ball super i love it absolutely love it now i can't wait to see this and the way that they kind of set it up is i could see them bringing brawley in in super for another tournament of power like that would be absolutely amazing so i have to have to have to have to um say that that was absolutely amazing the way that they did it um this movie is absolutely stunning from a from the place of um from like the theatrical version or the way that you're actually watching it, they did a really, really good job on that. Um, and I think that, I think that, the movie itself kind of lays out again what you're what you're wanting for uh what you're wanting a drag- or a dragon Ball Z movie to be um this movie can be watched on voodoo um it can be watched on amazon prime video youtube google play- uh movies and t v all that stuff so I suggest that you definitely go watch it it's two dollars uh well spent or four dollars whatever depending on where you get it from um <clears throat> but a really really good movie. Uh, it was it, it was kind of eye opening to me when I sat down and I really thought about it because it's like, dude. First of all, Vegeta's dad like was already horrible in the first place, like, and he was even worse. Like you sent a kid away, you sent a baby away just because he was going to be stronger than your son. Like what? Who does that? Who does that? <clears throat> who does it? Um, yeah, like who? whatever, anyway um, and then, you know, like I said, in this movie it really shows a lot of why Brawley because like Originally, you know, if you watch the original movie, the, the biggest reason, the, the, one of the biggest reasons why I didn't like that movie is because they essentially made it to where Brawley was really mad and was really as pissed off as he was, all because Goku was crying. That That's essentially what the plot of the whole movie was. He only wanted to beat up and, and knock out Goku because when they were babies in the same pod, Goku just continued to cry. And like he was like he was just annoying. He was just an annoying kid. That was it. But in this one, it gives it gives purpose, it gives meaning to why he dislikes him. It wasn't him necessarily that he disliked. It was a simple fact that dude was just pissed. He was hired. Broly was Broly was upset. Broly was upset because he got exiled. His dad got exiled. His dad fed him. All of the hatred and malice that most parents do, you know, give it to the kid. Um and, you know, he grew up and was like, you know what? I'm going to do something about this. My dad told me that, you know, this is what happened. I'm going to do something with, uh, w- you know, to get back at this. And when he when he saw Vegeta, it was hands on sight. Like, he was ready. Vegeta was ready. Goku was ready. Um and i'm not gonna say that goku was just ready because for some reason goku did what he always does in every single one of these movies and shows where he starts off at power level one after vegeta been fighting somebody at super saiyan 3 and then he's like all right i'm ready i'm just gonna jump straight into this no goku you gotta power up at least match you know what i'm saying like yeah you're strong but you ain't that strong bro i mean you sh- okay well you are that strong but you know, start off serious. But I understand. You know, Goku's a joker. That's what he does. He's a jester. He kind of comes up in there. He acts dumb. And then he ends up getting strong. And then he ends up kicking your butt. That's just kind of how it goes. But um one of my favorite parts, I would say, in this movie was there's a part where they're fighting. Where Goku and Vegeta are fighting Brawley. And Brawley is pissed at this point. Because like, he's, a, he's a berserk Saiyan. So when he goes super saying like dude can't control he can't think straight it is what it is like just get out of his way like dude's just about to annihilate everything he's like the hulk like think about it he like that's that would that is the real world application and i say real world from a you know obviously a science fiction standpoint but that is like the real world application of that like dude just he's like the hulk the madder you make him the stronger he gets so One of my favorite parts in this movie is when they're fighting him, he's in this mode, and they're they're floating around, like all three of them are floating around fighting, and they end up taking Brawley over to Frieza, where Frieza was, and literally... They disappear, like, they do the instant transmutation, or instant transmission, and they go to where Piccolo is. And they're, you know, they're gassed, they're out of breath, or whatever. But Brawly starts to whoop the mess out of Frieza, which I was so happy about. It was so funny to me, because, if for those of you who don't know, and I, I think I've talked about this a couple times as far as antagonists, and even in my bracket in the Tournament of Power last November, like... Frieza, frieza is like one of the worst villains ever like dude is just a a horrible person i was going to say that he's a dick you know i'm going to say he's a dick he's a horrible person i'm just being honest with you dude is horrible so to see him get his just desserts by Brawly putting them dum-dums on him it was absolutely amazing absolutely amazing i'm just going to share that part again that may be a spoiler it's not really a spoiler but yes i'm going to say that watch this movie it's hilarious, even if it's just for that part. That part, it's like, please just watch this movie. So anyway, so let's do some random facts here. Again, this is a thumbs up for me. So let's do um, some random facts here. So, random facts. Uh, the hype for this movie was so high that the tickets were sold out in Japan five months before the official release of the movie. Like, if that's not dedication, I don't know what is. Like, that's crazy. Five months before the official release, they were sold. Tickets were sold out. Wow, um, in this film, Broly bears two significant marks on his body: a scar on his upper left, on the upper left of his abs, and a giant cross-shaped scar on his left pec. These reference the defeat in his previous appearances. Goku struck him, and Dragon Ball Z, uh, Drag- Dragon Ball Z Broly, the legendary Super Saiyan, and his heart exploded out of his chest. And Dragon Ball Z, Broly, The Second Coming. So these... And these were... The first Broly movie was 1993, and then the second coming was 1994. So it was really dope that they showed both of the scars that he got um, in those movies. Amazing. Again, I love the the tie-back to uh, old history. Love that. Um, The first time in all the franchise... Including the non-canon films that Vegeta is not humiliated nor beaten. In fact, he gives Broly a more difficult fight than Goku early on. There you go. Like, for those of you... I, I, I think I talked about this on one of my episodes before. For those of you who haven't been watching Super, first of all, what are you doing with your life? Go watch Super. Second of all, this is like one of those things that ties in perfectly, again... Uh, to the rumors that everybody's been talking about where at some point within the next season once Super comes back, Vegeta is going to have the ability and going to have abilities that are going to make him stronger than Goku like that has been a rumor that has been out there that I've been looking and I've been seeing on fan fan boards and fandom sites and stuff like that like this seems like it's going to be a thing they're finally going to give because Vegeta is the prince of Saiyans like this man has royalty in his blood like technically he is the king of all Saiyans right now I know he's going to carry the prince thing but technically he's the king of all Saiyans there is no reason other than the fact of Goku being a more likable character than Vegeta um, which that's deba- That's very debatable um, there's no reason why he shouldn't be that guy he shouldn't be stronger than Goku he's got pure blood inside of him um, which I guess Goku does too but he's got the purest of blood he's got noble blood inside of him does Vegeta um, so that I love this. I love the fact that this was not... this. Like you said, this is the first time in all the franchise, including the non-canon films, that Vegeta is not humiliated nor beaten. In fact, he gives Brawly a more difficult fight than Goku early on. Bam. Let's just leave it there. Um, and then the last point that I have here is Brawly and Frieza have more screen time than Goku. In fact, this is the first Dragon Ball film to not focus on Goku or someone related to him bam there you go like we this isn't one of those ones where we're focusing primarily on Goku or focusing primarily on Gohan or Goten or anybody that has the Chi-Chi nobody that has anything to do with the 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 Goku family line like this specifically centered around Broly and Frieza and it was amazing so if these reasons and interesting facts aren't reason enough for you to go back into it and watch it, I don't know what it is. Like, go back and watch this movie. Like, this is a good movie. I'll give it two thumbs way, way up in the voice of Hades. Shout out to Disney. Absolute love, Hercules. Um, But anyway, yeah, so that's it. Like I said, I tried to keep this short and sweet, guys, and I still think I hit right around maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes. So still good. But, yeah, I suggest watching this one. So, again, just to recap today, we did we went ahead and did two of the um two of my random anime movie reviews this is part two of that we did uh summer wars and we did dragon ball z super brawly um absolutely amazing movie as the latter the former is still good i just would suggest that you definitely watch the second if you uh, if you don't watch the first one um but thank you guys for sticking around and supporting the show as always um, again, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at anime talk twelve um, make sure that you know if you remember, just reach out to me make sure that you guys uh, make sure that you guys you know let me know how you feel about the show if you like this show if you didn 't like the show, if you don 't like my show at all, if you do like my show, let me know reach out to me let me know i 'm always down to interact with my fans um, and as always, uh, like I said, make sure that you follow me. And make sure that you kind of keep uh keep notified because, like I said, I, I plan on doing a, a a giveaway pretty soon for some more stickers. So make sure that you uh, you follow the show on those social media tags. And as always, peace. Oh, oh.